This is the Chronicle Podcast, and we are here to bring you top-notch pro wrestling and sports entertainment, information, and analysis. We also bring you general entertainment, societal talks, and much more. This podcast is hosted on Spotify for podcasters. To keep you informed is our top priority. Please like, subscribe, and share. And now, your host, Samuel Lyon. Hello and welcome to the Chronicle Podcast. This is Samuel Lyon. It is our episode of Tuesday morning takes at six, five and six. You know, episode five last week. Uh, we're sorry for the the non uh, not uh, uploading it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm missing up words because it's been crazy. You know, crazy time. I've been pissed uh, with the episode not being out, uh, and we can't. Uh, we're sorry for not uploading it. So this episode is going to make do on how we can um, still channel that and talk about it uh, five and six for you. Um, I'm still your host, Samuel Lyon. Um, if I did not mention before, this is a critical podcast. It's Tuesday morning text. And uh, my co-host, the evolutionalist, um, ID. ID is not here with us today. But nevertheless, I'm here to, to give you a show. Later on the show, we'll be joined by one of our co-hosts, uh, our boy, Giwa. He will be joining us um, um, many time from now. We're just here to, you know, um, talk on that and address the intro you listened to uh, with us not being able to upload the episode for you. It was really something that I had to not, like, um, we, 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 we stomach everything that, uh, the, the fault for not getting that episode out. Um, a lot happened. We, re- we did record it. We did record it. And, but we could not get it out because of, um, uh, the recording issue so it was just a whole lot but we are here for you and obviously i would have loved to go um back and address what happened on the show but the biggest thing that happened was the return of Ria replay that happened last week on my raw we are coming back and getting peace that you know she left for some few weeks and you know the 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 judgment day, the the crew um, is you know falling apart. Dominic lost his title, and he, she she got pissed. She you know scolded Priest for not taking care of Dominic and making sure that Dominic retained and ordered that the following day, that was on Tuesday last week, that he should make sure that he comes off, come off winning that championship match with um Trick Williams, which Dominic did win with the help of not just Dominic Priest but the entire Judgment Day, um coming out to make sure that. Dominic walked out of last week Tuesday, um, Tuesday night, um, as champion, and also last week um, we had to we were you know announced by Adam Pierce that um, Cody Rhodes and um, Jay Uso were teaming up together to challenge the Judgment Day of the Mayor Priest and Finn Balor for the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championship, which um, they did win. Um, this past Saturday night at Fast Lane in Indianapolis, and it was really one of those shows we we would have loved to dissect. And you listening to our takes, and obviously, Mami making sure that she took care of business, and that um, there was a huge brawl that broke out during um, the beginning of the show with Nia Jax, um, Raquel Gonzalez, um, the returning Rhea Ripley. I mean, everybody, you know, we actually. On hits trying to the the brawl was everybody because everybody that Nia Jax attacked, you know, you know, came out to you know take have a, a level of um, revenge on her, and then also um, what I'm trying to do this is some of the this is the morning text. I'm trying to recap everything that happened last week. What we talked about on the show that we could not get out to you. We are very sorry. So I'm just trying to go through everything that happened last week, and we also with the. Ivar had an incredible, I believe Ivar had an incredible match too uh, with Xavier Woods, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that match was incredible. And um, obviously, we know that the, the Eric is in, injured. And uh, obviously, if it was Vince, we know where Ivar would be. I would be on the shelf waiting for Eric to get healed up. But no way, when it comes to Paul Levesque Triple H, not with the news that has come out that he has, um, Endeavor has given him 99.9% uh creative 
control over the roster and you could see someone like Ivar gets an opportunity like um hosting um being part of the show um you know having to go out there and deliver bangers i mean have a man his size doing moonsault i mean that's the kind of person you want to see um go out there and have a match i mean we still see the twinning from uh, twinner my uh, attitude from uh, drew mcintyre is he fully a heel is he, is he truly a baby face we are still there trying to figure that out cody Rhodes and and the Jey Uso situation with everybody questioning why he brought him over. It's just a whole lot of um, stuff that has happened um, during the show. And everybody have uh, something to say. And it's really well, one of those things we, we look forward and like, did he make the right move? And really crazy for um, a fan like me. You now ask yourself, What's going on? A lot happened with uh, okay, um, Nakamura with um, Nakamura with uh, Seth Rollins with everything going on there with Michael You know, asking Rollins. I mean, you 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 are the champion. You should not be pursuing a challenger. Like, what do you want to prove? Especially with your back hanging on the thread. I mean, will you really want to meet someone as dangerous as um, Nakamura in a match in the last man standing match, and you put your title on the line? And we had a moment there where um, Seth Rollins, you know, put Michael Cole over, tried to, you know, put Michael Cole out there. Like, I mean, how many years have you worked with the company? Michael Cole saying, oh, I've been here for over 20-something years. I, I can't really get the years exactly. And how many shows has he been? I believe Michael has missed two shows. One was his daughter's wedding and one was his anniversary, something like that. So you could see someone that has worked over 20-something years having to miss um, just one fucking show. I mean, two fucking shows. So it's really one of those things you look back and uh, you think a lot and like, this is person. Uh, so yeah, a lot happened last week's show. So I was just trying to go through that for you while we are with um, our co-host. You know, my co-host for Tuesday Morning Text, ID, could not make the show. Um, ID is really having a... Uh, ID had um, an issue to handle on also doing um, PR work for us. So we are really grateful to have someone like him. But we could not go a day without doing this show for you. Not two weeks in a row. We could not do, could not afford to do that. So joining me right now on the Tuesday Morning Takes episode six, you know, is none other than my one and only, the man that I really love to um, converse with. None of that. Toby, Toby, how are you doing? Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Somewhere off, uh, bro. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm okay. Man, so this is Tuesday Morning Takes. We do what we do here. Yeah, we review Monday Night Raw. And this past... Uh... So I'm just going to get you abreast with how things work over here on Tuesday morning takes. What we do, we review Monday Night Raw, like I said earlier on. And you have not done this with me before, so welcome to the show. So this Raw, um, um, last night's Raw of October 9, 2023, emanated from CHI Health Center in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, this was a fallout from Fast Lane, the show. Uh, the pay-per-view, the premium live event, sorry, <laughs> WWE premium live event, um, with uh, at Fastlane at the Indianapolis that had um, Cody and Jay become tag team, cha- undisputed tag team champions. So this was the fallout from the show, and Rollins retained his championship. So Michael and we bred then um, great audience at home as Seth Rollins makes his way down to the ring. So. The show opened with Seth freaking Rollins, um, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. He came out and he welcomed fans to Monday Night Rollins as usual. Then he says he's feeling some type of way tonight. He says adrenaline is a powerful thing because Shinsuke Nakamura took him to his limit at Fastlane. He says he didn't know if he could get up at certain points, but he did. And when all was said and done, he felt like he was on top of the world. He says once he went to the back, and the adrenaline wore off. He was reminded his back was broken. He says being the world heavyweight champion has been one of the greatest honors of his career. But he's just getting started. 
and he will fight anyone anywhere so that was, that was when uh, Drew McIntyre's music hits the PA system and Drew McIntyre was out and Rollins asks him if he wants a title shot McIntyre nods his head and Rollins says he wants a night off he doesn't care and will grant him one McIntyre cuts him off and says Rollins knows someone will blindside him eventually he says he came to uh, look Rollins in the eye and tell him man to man that he wants a title shot at WWE Crown Jewel because he wants him at hundred at a hundred percent. Rollins admits that he isn't used to challengers requesting title shots in this manner. He then asks the crowd what they think. Obviously, the WWE Universe will, re- will respond with a yes, and they supported the, the deal. And Rollins grants McIntyre his title shot. McIntyre looks to leave, but Rollins tells him to stay for a dance. McIntyre, I know taking a dig at um Drews um um I, I think what was the name of that band um. Is it MP4? Like, I'm not sure. Um, the three-man band, 3MB, with Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre, um, the uh, Jinder Mahal, and the released um, Now Working in Impact. What was the name? What was the name? I, I, I believe you should remember the name. The other guy with the orange beard and everything. Oh, the man that always that has that many kids. My God, how did I forget the name? I know there were three people. So um, he reminded McIntyre of that, those that band. God forbid, we don't want McIntyre to ever go back to such, uh, such creative uh, dealings. So McIntyre declines his offer, but says if anyone sees him around, then they should buy him a pint and a shot. Uh, yeah, Hits Slater. Thank you. Hits Slater was the other person in the three man band that Rollins was, uh, was uh, assuming, uh, alluding to today. So the main priest then blindsides Rollins from behind as McIntyre looks to head to the back. He lands south of heaven and priest calls for Dominic to bring him his money in the bank briefcase. Dominic does so, but McIntyre stops him and lands a Glasgow case on him. He grabs the briefcase, twists it up the ramp as Rollins closes down priest out of the ring. So um, that was how the opening segment of Winning Arrow ended with Rollins standing tall with his title and, you know, with the deal made made for Rollins McIntyre for the championship. So, um, Giwa, looking at that opening segment, what was your take on Rollins saying he wanted a night off or someone that is always saying he will be defending his championship every night, everywhere he goes? And is with the, the story of him being his back hanging on the thread. And also... With uh, the outcome that happened at Fastlane with um, Nakamura not, you know, coming off victorious. So, where do you see Rollins going from here on out with, okay, with this feud with um, um, Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre? What's your take on everything and how, what, um, how can you address all of this? Yeah, we all know Seth Rollins has been, has been uh, obviously trying his best to uh, be a champion. Uh, he can. You know, talking about being able to trying to defend his title anywhere he can and all that. But yeah, we know Seth Rollins' history with his back injury, his leg injury, his body actually totally, I would say, failing him, not completely, but he's obviously trying his best to be a good champion and try and defend the title anywhere he can. So yeah, I. I think he's just trying to like uh, stand up to his promise or to his claim. So uh, now Shinsuke Nakamura lost. I think yeah, hopefully now he can pull the Shinsuke Nakamura's uh, shenanigans saga behind him and you know try to move on from there. Yeah. So yeah, it's Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre is going to be an awesome match. I can't wait for the match. But yeah, is Seth Rollins going to be at hundred percent? That's another story. We know he was not at his hundred percent facing his Nakamura, but yo, we're talking about Drew McIntyre here. So yeah, it's all another different ball game. So yeah, we just hope he's able to deliver. Whoever wins between the two of them, I'm very okay with it because I'm a huge fan of Drew McIntyre too. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm just thinking about his health because I just think he needs to take a little time off to, like, take care of himself, you know, the health and all that. So, yeah, 
he's he can walk it out and win the and title and all of that and continue fight fighting and all that. That would be great. But I just feel yeah, Drew McIntyre won't be a bad champion. We know he's strong, he's all, all that he can defend and move the title, do anything with it, pretty much. You know, so yeah, whoever wins between the two of them, yeah, I'm good. All right, thank you. That was amazing. So um back from the break. Um yeah, okay. I, I think I should address that with you. It's also crazy because someone like Rollins, I really would look forward to that and McIntyre. Um I I, I really want to see more more of story out there with that match. I want to see more beef on that bone. And I, I sorry, more meat on that bone. And I wish, um, I and I know what Triple H can do, so I can only wish what the um, what what the outcome will be. So, um, back from the break, we'll continue with the show. Um, Kofi Kingston heads to the ring for the uh, Viking Rolls match. Um, I was disappointed a bit because the 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 uh, the half part of the boat was not cut out and um, installed in the ring like they usually do. Uh, but this match was great. I mean, Ivar has been representing Charlie when actually uh, with his boy I am Eric out on injury. Um if it was Vince McMahon we know, like I said earlier on the show, he would not even be featured at all. He would be kept on the shelf until this boy is back healthy hundred percent. But no, no way would Triple H look at a man like that as big and as athletic and very, very good in wrestling matchups um to be on the shelf while waiting for someone else to heal up. So we can we are seeing him being used here very well. So the, the bell rings and Ivar lands the boot on Kingston right out of the gate. Kingston fires back with I mean Kingston was really look just up to fight. I love the gear, the basketball shots, the the way it looks so like everything was just so beautiful. Uh the Kingston fires back with a crossbody and several right hands, then dump Ivar out of the ring and delivers a stoppage to Seda. And it landed really uh crazy. Um, Ivar sends him crashing into his, um, several of the shields that was monstrous surrounding the ring but Kingston goes flying off the ring steps with a crossbody and fires off more right hands he pulls a table out from under the ring and sets it up on the barricade before Ivar delivers a splash to him on the apron Kingston then delivers a splash off the middle rope and goes for, the, for a pin Ivar kicks out um, back from the break Kingston uses a flagpole for extra momentum to deliver a Russian leg strip. That was beautiful from the top rope. He then delivers a pair of kicks, but ever fires back with a knee to the mid to his midsection. Kingston ascends the top and goes flying, but Ivar moves out of the way and Kingston sends him crashing into one of the shields. He follows it up with an SOS. Um yeah, SOS and a kick to emission, then looks for a boom drop. Ivar rolls out of the way and delivers a spinning slam. Then flows up with a power bomb. I mean, that power bomb was beautiful. Kingston looks on to send Ivar through a table uh, in the corner, but Ivar avoids and lands a spinning back kick. I mean, Ivar's spinning back kick is always crazy. <laughs> he ascends to the top, but Kingston pulls him. This, 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 this um, part was something very beautiful. I mean, this was Ivar on the top rope. Kingston used Ivar's beard rolled his hand off the the, the beard was you know how Ivar's beard is long rolled it so well and then used the beard to push to drag literally drag Ivar off the top rope crashing through the table on the outside I mean that sequence was beautiful and I mean beautiful for me but painful for Ivar <laughs> Valar then appears out of nowhere and blindsides um, Kingston and Roots and Woods runs out to the ring to confront Ivalava charges at Woods, but Woods sends her crashing into the barricade face first. Ivar flattens him with the barricade before Kingston manages to get him back uh, into the ring. He sets up for trouble in paradise, but Ivar catches him and sends him through the table in the corner. He ascends to the top and delivers a beautiful, monstrous moonsault for the win. So uh, we are at Ivar of the Viking Raiders um, winning this match. So, um, uh, Kiwa, Toby, what was your take? <laughs> ah, bro, the Ivers and Kofi Kingston. Uh, yo, scrap all that, please. God, when is Biggie gonna come back? 
Yo, I'm waiting for the powerhouse. I want yo imagine Iva and Biggie doing something inside that inside that ring. It's going to be mad. Yeah. You know, like yo, 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 yo. Just watching the match, I was just thinking, yo, thinking about Biggie being in this match. It could, bruh. You know, two big powerhouses like that. You know, they're good. Yeah, they're. I think they're going to do something great. You know, but yeah, the match was. It was. It was funny. <laughs> it was mad. It was. Yeah, it, it was crazy. But still, please give us some update on Biggie, guys. Amazing. So, um, this is we going backstage and we see Shinsuke Nakamura blurring with um, Ricochet. So, I was about to ask you um, that question before this segment, but I think I need to ask you before that. Um, Shinsuke lost the championship match to Rollins and everybody, including me, thought that um, last Saturday was supposed to be the crowning moment for Ricochet. Uh, sorry, for sorry, Shinsuke Nakamura. It did not happen. So where do you think th this man will go from here? Because they built that match up incredible for uh, Shinsuke to come out victorious, but uh, we know Rollins is still champion. So where do you think this man goes from here? Mm, Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura. Bruh, I think... I don't know a lot. You know, there is a lot of wrestlers out there. Uh, they can just take him off the title and chasing and all of that. Just let him be free and have some like mad. You know what I'm saying? Some mad matches. It, ne it doesn't necessarily need to be a title match or none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, just give him a worthy, like a worthy wrestler or a competition. Just. Let him do something crazy. I'm thinking about Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ricochet or something like, or like, like three, two, three months. Let him just like have a freestyle match and like with the character he's building right now, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like just mix something with some uh, high wrestlers. I'm talking about people like. Uh, Yeah, uh, who can I who can I think of? Who can I think of on, on SmackDown or on Raw? Mm, probably uh, 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 this guy with with uh, Brooklyn, uh, so Brooklyn now with uh, Bobby Lashley right now. One of the uh, uh, yo, what's the name of this tag team? This guy's. Uh, yo, I can't believe I forgot. I forgot their names. Was that, uh, that the street profit? Yeah, the street profit. The street like, profit. uh, yeah, Hawkins or something. Just like give him a freestyle match. Let him just, uh, like for a month or two. Then after you can probably go after a Mysterio for the uh United States Championship or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, just let him build the character. You know, just let him build it and let it let, let let him connect with the fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think with that, you know, like a month or two going on a winning streak, like just beating up people, like not caring about the fans and all of that, blah blah blah. You know, then a month or two later, you can you can go after probably Ray Mysterio or whoever is going to be the. Uh, or in the uh, United States or Intercontinental Championship by that time, you know, you can, yeah, then go after that. It's been the uh, Intercontinental Championship, uh, not too, I think that was his last uh, title run. So, yeah, him going after the United States Championship now, I think, yeah, that would be great. That is if he moves to SmackDown, yeah. You mean who to move to SmackDown? Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura. 
you mean the United States Championship, not the Intercontinental Championship? Because in, I think yeah, 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 yeah. On Monday, so I mean, yeah, it's really, uh, there's no way they are trading. They, they were supposed to trade as uh, oh oh. Remember, um, the deal is still open for uh, a smarter superstar to be traded to uh to sm- um a, a smart a rough person to be traded to smackdown uh yeah we, no, all, we're said, talking we about. all said it was supposed to be cody but now cody is now a tag team champion which he can he can officially appear on the both brands or in fact in three brands he can go to nxt too because he's the tag team champion so now looking yeah. at it, so, I'm, I'm not sure he can go to nxt i feel i think he can do that for nakamura yeah, I, I think it would be better yeah, it would be good, you know, going after a Mysterio and probably looking for some one or two other wrestlers. Like, make some kind of Japanese, you know, rascal team and, like, don't tear down SmackDown and all of that, you know, winning the uh, Intercontinental, like, like the LWO boy, the Japanese kind of way, and, you know, just tear everywhere down and all that. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be that would be great. But there's not a lot, of, uh, you know. There's not a lot of uh, Japanese wrestler in WWE. But I think you know, just um, taking one or two wrestlers, not necessarily kind of all Asian or whatever, just like ill wrestlers, just bring them together and like let them just. Like probably on SmackDown, then win take over the SmackDown, win the title from Rey Mysterio. Then you know, just just kind of like the Judgment Day Raw kind of type of thing. Okay. Yeah. I know this is absolutely not um, part of what we're supposed to do here today, but right now it is blowing up on social media. It is the, one of the most talked about stuff at the moment. So the Tuesday night war between NXT and AEW is on. And Tony Khan is tweeting like crazy all over. The, like it is blowing up. And also Triple H being given as 9.9% um, creative control by Endeavor. Like what the fuck do you think is going to happen tonight on NXT? And which show do you think people will be tuning in more between NXT and, more, and uh, AEW Dynamite tonight? Tuesday, uh, Tuesday title night. So, like, what do you think is going to happen there? This is absolutely not supposed to be talked about. But I mean, it's yo, Tuesday, bro, I, I like what the video is doing, brother. I, yo, I love what they're us. doing. <laughs> yo, they're just trying to make AEW. You know, just keep them on the low. Let them be like, yo, you want to compete with WWE? Just stay at the level of NXT. You ain't going higher than that. You know what I'm saying? Like. If you want to compete with us, you're going to be at a level of NXT. You know, they're not even competing with Raw right now or SmackDown yet. They're still in the level of, you know, trying to get as much rating as NXT. You know, NXT, AEW. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It's funny because that is the lowest uh, uh, division in WWE. So I think, and I don't think they're, they're going to go like, to the level of like trying no, to get as much, you know, we are, we are we are on Twitter right now, so we are, we know we, are, we this is breaking news. I mean, Tony Khan is doing a buy-in for Dynamite. I mean, Dynamite is having a pre-show before the show for a show that is like, and also Tony Khan is and HBK are making the first hour of the show uh commercial free. I mean, no commercials on the show. And also... <laughs> oh, my God, bro. And also, Tony Khan is announcing that tonight's show will be an overrun. Like, it will pass 10 o'clock, so the show will still be continuing. And, um, okay, so right now, it's just... And right now, Tony Khan is firing shots at both HBK and Triple H on Twitter. I mean, it's, it is hot. Out there right now, if you are not, yo, I still, I, I still, is... I still feel, I still feel WWE bringing you know them Cody Rhodes, so John have, Cena. This, this one hour by Tony Khan, one hour ago, I have a message for them. See you tonight at the special Tuesday night, uh, AW night, title fight Tuesday. 
at 8 p.m. Uh, 7 p.m. CAT on TBS Network. At, at least the first 30 minutes are uh, commercial free plus a big overrun tonight. He now used the picture, bowed asshole uh, on the door. So, my goodness, it is it is it is blowing up, uh, <laughs> blowing up right now. If you went there, it's like yo, uh, with that, show I, I, still, right? I, I still, I still, you know, talking about talking about tonight, I still don't think AEW can get as much rating as NXT tonight because we have Cody, we have John Cena, we have Paul Heyman, and we have uh, I even I heard. Uh, Undertaker is going to be an NXT, but probably not going to be on camera. I don't know. But yeah, I was watching Raw yesterday and uh, there was a commercial about NXT, uh, Cody Rose, John Cena, blah, blah, blah. At the end, there yeah. was a boring of the Undertaker's uh, theme song, The Bell. The Bell was, 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 was at the end. After the commercial, the bell the bell came on. I was like, "Don't." So yeah, so that's probably that's probably kind of a hint that Undertaker is going to be at NXT and he's going to be live probably on camera. But I don't know. Probably it's going to be in Undertaker character or probably just you know, uh, Mark Holloway just himself. Yeah, so amazing. Um, so we had um, Nakamura brawling backstage with. Uh, we are continuing with the raw review. Nakamura brawling with um, Ricochet while the former is being interviewed by Baron Saxon. And back to ringside, Rocker uh, uh, Gonzalez um, Rodriguez. <laughs> Rocker heads back. Uh, back from the break, we see them and Priest and JD McDonald. Rocker Rodriguez. Rodriguez, thank you, man. And uh, a physical altercation after what happened on Saturday. I like the fact that Damien Priest addressed this because it was because of JD that um, the match fell apart and they were pinned and they, 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 they lost that match. So the rest of those men, they run in to break the things up. Ripley informs Priest that he and Balor have a rematch for the title next week. She tells McDonald to prove himself against McIntyre tonight before we had Nia Jax head to the ring. I mean, she would even review this match because I, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not supposed to say that on here, but man, it's crazy. So we had a match between um, Raquel and Nia Jax and obviously the two women did business and before Rhea Ripley came in and destroyed everything and the match ended in the notification. Uh, we had Shina Bezla run down also to fire shot and deliver to suplex. So it was just a crazy, uh, crazy scenario. Uh, and I mean, I... What is your take on everything that happened with uh with the ladies? Hmm. Well, I'm just gonna say, you know, it's been years and sorry, months. I've been talking about WWE bringing Nia Jax back. I think the God answered my prayers and he, she came back. So yeah, uh, I just hope hopefully now she can be way more careful than she than before. You know. Talking about her performance in the ring, there was like before she was released, there were a lot of uh, uh, complaints about she uh, not handling our opponents well, our style of wrestling, and all of that. So I think taking up the time off, she has worked more. On, I I can see she dropped a lot of weight. So yeah, I hope now uh, she can be more careful and all of that. So talking about. Uh, her match against uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think uh, WWE is just trying to make a kind of a 3 uh type of thing, you know. I just hope I'd, uh, probably uh, crown you that can kind of be kind of a triple threat uh, type of thing, you know, probably the winner, you know, uh, uh, what am I saying? Kind of a three, uh, triple threat uh, match. Okay. Yeah, prob- kind of a championship uh, something. Maybe the winner is going to be the uh, new champion, you know. Probably just throwing uh, just throwing 
Mami into kind of a triple thread and let's see the magic they are able to perform. You know, the best female wrestler I I like the most in a triple thread, I won't lie, is Charlotte Flair. She shines in triple thread, I won't lie, because she's kind of very, very good at that. Look at a match against uh Asuka and uh and uh, Sky. It was it was mad. It was crazy. So yeah, I think uh, if WWE can bring something like that, Crown Jewel probably, uh, Nia Jax versus Rocco Rodriguez and uh, Mami, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think that would be magic. All right, so um, that's amazing. And with that said, you we uh, from the break and we had michael cole introduce jay uso and i mean jay is jay has gotten so over i like the the hand gesture by the audience from him and we had cody rose come whoa cody rose also came up and you know would be head to the ring and this was a segment with michael cole you know having a, a standout or a sit down but not that they would actually sit down and cody asked jay and wrote how it feels to be the new champions and Jay expressed his excitement. He says he's now a two-time undisputed tag team champion. And Cole says he had goosebumps watching them win at Fastlane. He says Rhodes is responsible for bringing Jay over to Raw. Then asks him about finishing the story. He asks if he's content as a tag team champion. And whether or not it should deter him from finishing the story. We know the story, Cody saying, coming, leaving AEW to come to WWE to come and finish the story of his dad winning, but not actually being um, um, awarded the championship because of no disqualification. And Cody saying he wanted to be world champion, but he doesn't want any other champion, uh, whatever champion from anywhere. He wants the WWE Undisputed Championship being held by Roman Reigns with over 1,100 and something days and still counting. That's the title Cody wanted. But uh, Cody was fucked at the main event at WrestleMania. That could not happen. With Jay also being a huge part of that. Now, months later... A huge. Fucking, a fucking, huge. A very huge one. A huge one. And now, he's now working with the same person that cost him the dream to finish that story. To become tag team champions. So, this was what Cole was asking Rhodes about. He's like... Rhodes says Cole is right about creating a moment at Fast Lane. That's referring to them winning the championships at last Saturday's pay per view, premium live event by WWE, as they want to call it, and bringing Jay to Raw. Then says he's excited to be an undisputed tag team champion. Cole asks the later part of his question again and addresses his WrestleMania loss. Then asks if coming up short like his dad did is part of the story. I mean, when Michael wants to be a dick, he's a dick to his core. I mean, he did not even care what Cody had to feel. He had to bring on uh, Dusty Rhodes in this. You know, that was when Samizing music hit. Before Rhodes uh, asked the que- uh, could answer the question, he appears along with um, Kevin Owens. Um, Zane's uh, former music, heel music hit. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with it? Well, I mean, did somebody slip off and then play the wrong music? I mean... Um, that was cringe. Um, he appears, uh, obviously, Zeng says, there's a, Zeng addressed that. He was like, oh, um, he's been long here, that kind of, this this song. I mean, we were like, oh, what the fuck is going on there? So Zeng says, there's a story he wants to talk about. And it involves Jay, and it involves two people named Jimmy and Jay holding the tag team, honestly, the tag team championship until two other people, Sammy and K, will be joining them at the, uh, as the longest reigning title holder. And Zane congratulates the two of them on winning, but says while he thinks that he deserves them, he feels himself and Owens should still have the title, and he has mixed emotions. Owens doesn't share the same sentiment, and he says he isn't happen, um, he isn't happy to see Rhodes and Jay hold, isn't happy to see Jay hold the title. He he then challenges Jay and Rhodes for the championship, but says he knows they can't accept the challenge because. Jay can't stand the thought of losing to him and Zane twice. I mean, talk about um, KO being a dick. Uh, <laughs> Rhodes accepts the challenge on behalf of himself and Jay. And that was how that, um, that ended before 
Um, Ricochet looks to head to the ring, but Shinsuke Nakamura blindsides him from behind on the ramp, and you know everything broke out there. So, like, what was your take on that segment with Michael Cole and everything that happened with the challenge being laid for later uh, on the show? Uh, yeah, first, congratulations to Uso, you know, for winning the title uh, with his former enemy because of the bloodline story and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, leading to, yo, Michael Cohen needs to be, I don't know what that man is on. I don't know. Whenever he's interview all these shooting shot at people like talking about being the d word yeah so uh the segments like Cody Rhodes used to say what do you want to talk about uh it was a nice segment there was no everything was done nicely but uh, Shinsuke Nakamura coming into the picture, he doesn't have any uh, tag team uh, mates. So I don't know what WWE is trying to do there. But uh, KO, Sami Zayn, uh, I just think KO right now, she just, I think he was a kind, kind of taking a break out. So yeah, him coming back to challenge and and Cody and uh, and uh, who's Jimmy? Knowing very well, they don't have the kind of uh, you know uh, how will I say it's the kind of uh, relation in the ring. I was actually surprised they won, anyways. But winning a title is different from like keeping it. So you may you may have won somehow you know manage your way and it's a whole different ball game when you are like dealing with people who are actually like a team you know what i'm saying so yeah uh accepting the challenge with <clears throat> ko and samizen so let's just see how it goes with that i hope uh cody and uh jay are able to uh defend the title and you know bring it back home yeah Amazing. Okay, so we are back from the break. Uh, we are still continuing the show. Back from the break, uh, Bronson Reed and Alpha Academy heads down. So we had Chad Gable going head to head with Bronson Reed uh, and Ricochet, who was attacked um, before the match. And <laughs> um, uh, so the bell rings and both Ricochet and Gable go right after Reed. Reed levels Ricochet with a splash before Gable looks for a German suplex. Reed avoids the maneuver and looks for a delayed mano uh delayed vertical suplex, but Ricochet prevents him from hitting and goes after Reed once again along with Gable. Reed tosses them both out of the ring and Gable executes a full Nelson suplex on Ricochet that sends him crashing on top of Reed. And back from the break, Gable jumps Reed. Reed sends him crashing into the corner, then dumps Ricochet on top of him and delivers a splash to both men. He gets both men on his shoulders and delivers a small end drop, but Ricochet fires back with a handspring back elbow and ends the from the apron. He, he follows it up with a missile drop kick off the top rope and standing shooting star press, then lands a super kick. Gable delivers a German suplex to Reed and Ricochet goes flying over the top rope to level him on the outside. Gable clinches on an ankle lock on but Ricochet escapes and delivers a jumping knee. The two men ascend to the top and Gable looks for a double Honda hook suplex but Ricochet lands on his feet. Gable lands the chaos theory on Ricochet but Reed avoids Ricochet crashing on top of Gable. He delivers a senton to both men and a tsunami for on Ricochet for the win. And now Bronson Reed is the new um, normal contender for uh, Gunter's IC title. This match will be taking place next week's um, season premiere on Monday Night Raw. Drew McIntyre. So, what was the take on um, this match and with the way Bronson Reed has been handled so far by the Triple H administration? Uh, 
Are you with me, Giwa? Giwa, can you hear me? Your take on the match. Yo, sorry, my mic was turned off. Yes. Uh, Rodson Reed, bro, I won't lie. I'm not really a fan of the guy like that. So, yeah, I actually would have wished if uh, Rodson Reed, uh, uh, if Ricochet have won because... Uh, you know, having a match against uh, someone like Gunta, you know, being the small little guy and the huge guy, you know, with a kind of, I would have uh, wanted to see the kind of magic they are, they are able to perform. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was what I would have loved to see. Not to read winning, but yeah, it's all still good. Let's just see how their match is going to go. But we all still know Gunta is going to win anyway. So, yeah. If Rossi reads win, oh, God, damn hell going to be shocked. Um, but, yeah, I know he's not going But we can't say it's WWE, you know what I'm saying? It's a match, you know? Yeah, but anything can happen. But let's just see how it goes. All right. So, um, we continue with the show. Um, I, I also want to see where... I mean, it's crazy because a lot of people have a night. I'll be like, oh, you know, Gunta, we are not seeing Gunta losing anytime soon. But why would we have uh, uh, Bronson lose to him? Obviously, because we know Gunta ain't losing. But end of the day, um, I Bronson is going to give Gunta a fight of his life. And also to have Gunta uh, reciprocate by shining Bronson Reed so much that people will still believe him. And he will even look at a losing effort. I believe he will still do a better job coming out of there looking like a monster. And that is what I know would happen there. So um, we had a JD match, JD McDonald, the fake JD, by the way, um, versus um, Drew McIntyre. The bell rings and the two lock up. McDonald lands series of chops, but McIntyre fires back with a massive back drop. Um, okay, JD was uh, accompanied by Dominic Mysterio, um, but McDonald's um, is with a pair of chops and a sit out. McIntyre lands with a close line on. Uh, McDonald on the outside, Mana follows up with a moonsault, a kick and a moonsault. McIntyre fires off Dominic after he tries to interfere, then delivers a uh, future shock DDT and a claim off for the win. Um, what was your take on this uh, this match and these two being um, with um, McIntyre coming off victorious? And I mean, this was JD being told he should go out there and not fuck up. Did you mute your Did you mute your mic again? Yeah, sorry. You were talking about uh, Drew McIntyre versus uh, who? Yeah, the JD McDonough, the guy trying to uh, make his way to Judgment Day. Oh yeah, the match. The oh 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 yeah, I completely forgot about the match because. The way Drew McIntyre actually finished the match was very funny. So I didn't even remember the match. It won't happen. So yeah, it was pretty quick. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I just think, bro, they shouldn't be putting that kind of guy up against Drew McIntyre. It's kind of an insult. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, but yeah, the match was was quick. It was funny, but. Uh, no, 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 no. There's nothing actually much to say about that match because I just feel the they they were not even matched to like be in the ring together. Okay, so um, back from the break, we head to the video with with wrestling down with uh Tommaso Champa and um and. Yeah, and Johnny Gargano. Uh, now uh, we are into the um, yeah. something. Um, into, yeah, aha, uh -huh, yes. Johnny I was Gargano. very excited seeing Johnny Gargano return because yo, that guy is good. All right, so the two reflected on the last seven years together before Imperium blindsides them and lays them out. This was with Brett literally asking them what is going on with them. Um. And then we have the Imperium attack them and everything. So 
uh, people have been asking for DOI to reunite and see them work together on the main roster before they can go their separate because obviously these are two talents that almost uh, the minority fits the, the main roster narrative with the way they, they are but if they can get over as tag team champ, tag team uh, mates um, and they will go from there just like in NXT black and gold and so happy that someone like Triple H the man that gave them the opportunity seven years ago is the man running things now so we'll see where these two will go from here on out uh, being attacked and everything so uh, what was your take on this? And before we head to the match between Sigin Knox and Becky Lynch, which we had Knox uh, getting ready for our match, a beautiful video pack. Yeah. Hello? Yo, Samo. Can you hear me? Samo. Can you so um if I don't know if you all can see um it's because this is crazy over here. So um we were supposed to uh after the DOI match back from the break and Lynch um Lynch uh we had a badge between Becky Lynch, the the uh, WWE NXT champion, women's champion versus Ticket Knox. And this match was one that everybody will, was looking forward to in the aspect of giving someone a chance out there. That one, he was really um, outspoken with the way she wants to give other women chances. Uh, both NXT women, the main roster women, especially those that have not been featured on the WWE programming. She was really keen in on doing that. I, I, my co-host is no more here on the show. I don't know what's going on with network issues, but we'll still drive this ship out. So the bell rings and the two lock up and they take turns rolling one another up before Knox lands a shoulder tackle. Lynch lands one of her own, but Knox fires back with an arm drag. Lynch returns the favor and sends Knox into the middle tom buckle face first. Uh, she then sends her into the top tom buckle face first repeatedly before Knox does the same to her and follows it up with a series of uppercuts and a running forearm. Lynch fires back with an um, uppercut and a kick to her midsection, then ascends to the top and goes flying. Knox moves out of the way and action spills out to the outside where the pair continue to brawl. Back from the break, Lynch uh, delivers a flying shoulder tackle and a running forearm. She follows it up with a, a backsploder, but Knox trips her and ascends to the top. She lands off the top and Looks to lock in an amber, but Knox blocks it and sends Lynch crashing into the turnbuckle. Uh, bottom turnbuckle, she follows up with a kick to the face. Uh, to sorry, to her head and ascends to the top. Lynch joins her up there, but Knox manages to drip her off the top by her knees and charges her as she looks. She locks in an amber, but Lynch escapes and, and delivers a missile drop kick off the top. Knox hits a T-bone suplex and ascends to the top. 
She goes flying, but Lynch knocks out way and locks in the disarm and knocks Stabs out. Still, women's champion and Becky Lynch. Um, I don't know what happened there, Kiwa. Um, I don't know if you can hear me. Uh, what was the take on the match? Because um, it was really one that um, you know puts uh, taking knocks on the spotlight there. Yeah, yeah, I was the match. It was awesome, you know. Uh, uh, taking out dealing with she's had she's turned uh ACL twice, you know, is really had an effect on her career and her life and all of that. So, yeah, being her being given the opportunity to you know be in the ring with someone like uh Becky, they are both uh, they are both Irish, I, I think. I guess, yeah. So giving her the opportunity to like uh, compete or be in the ring with someone like Becky just puts her on the map, you know. Uh, she she she's uh, been in the a career, not like she she may look kind of new in the business or something, but she's actually been around for a while. That was since like. Uh, 20... The Mayang Classic in 2017, 16. Like, yeah, 2017. Uh, so, yeah. It's it's not like she just uh, she just came or she was in NXT. She was but the ACL and all of that. So, really, uh, I would just, I would say, slow her down a bit, you know. Yeah. But, you know, she, she kept on fighting and she's here, you know. Uh... Uh, com- competing for the championship and all that, but she didn't win. But there's always uh, room for another time to try, you know. Yeah, I we all know she she doesn't she can't obviously can't be someone like Becky, but you know everybody else, uh, people like Becky herself, people like Roman Reigns, they all started from, from somewhere. So yeah, the match was great, but yeah, she she can still do better, and some days she'll probably you know be a champion. She has always wanted to be, but the match was awesome. It was great. Um, thank you for that uh, wonderful review there, and obviously, um, Tiggy Nox. Um, I know someone like Triple H still sees something in her and tries to see how he can push the young woman the story is there just like um, someone like Cody will be like trying to finish the story I mean Tiggy Nox has been chasing this dragon for years I mean the late just like my mentioned on commentary tonight this girl was someone that um, we um, someone like Michael had said oh she's going to win the Mayon Classic 2017 I mean she was the favorite she pushed what the the, the the quote unquote baby face you could buy into her story a young girl from Irish uh, sorry, from from Wales, you know, that did not even know anything that to do with pro wrestling, but got to fall in love with it and pursue that career from the love from her grandparents. I mean, this girl walked away to the US and, you know, trying to make a mark for herself and she joined in that competition and she literally was about to, she was walking our ranks there to win that. I mean, she was the favorite to win that tournament only for her to blow out her ACL. She had to, you know, get pulled out of the, this thing, you know, had someone like Triple H come out there and the crowd went bonkers and have, have him check up on her. And then she was put on surgery. One year later, the following year, the same tournament takes place. She was also being included as part of it. The Cinderella story was part of the story. Oh, Ticket Knox having to be pulled out of the following, the past year's one is back now. And this girl was working, was working away. The, the story was there, trying to finish the story. Boom! The same thing happened. She blew out the other knee. I mean, talk about village people following you up and down. And since that time, this girl has been chasing the dragon and everything. So seeing her walk that match last night was kind of surreal for me as a fan of us. I'm like, this is not somebody that just came out from nowhere. I mean, she's been, she has come back to walk so many times. Was the the same. Um, the same vibe and the same energy the fans embraced that in 2017 and 2018. It has been so difficult to do the same for her in 2023 because this is years apart. And I don't know what they will do to get her in that kind of space where we can all fall in love with the story again and try to work for her to be pushed that way. But it's really, it's really amazing to see where she has come and how far 
and how good that match was. So back from the break, we uh, we see Natalia Kaden, uh, Kaden Kata and Katana Chance comforting Knox after I lost Chelsea Green and Piper Never talk about these bitches coming in. Sorry for my language there. Walking and the format starts running her mouth, leading to Piper Never challenging Natalia to a match. Natalia accepts. We then head backstage and we see Jey Uso get into an exchange with Drew McIntyre and something just walking out of nowhere to, you know, stop things. And Jay thank him for always having his back and everything. So back at ringside, Zayn and Kevin Owens heads to the ring. We have Cody Rose come out. So we have, whoa, for twice the night. And this match went, um, was amazing with these two teams going back and forth and everything. Um, we'll love to go to the later part of this match. Um, with um, We had um, back from the break and Owens delivers sent on to Jay. Mocks him, delivers a stomp to his chest and ascends to the top. Jay catches him with an insecurity and moves him on, on the ropes. Owens fights off and delivers a swanton bomb, then fires off Dwight's hands and a knee to Jay's mid-session. The pair go back and forth with the super, with super kicks, but Owens lands the close. I mean, this show is three hours. I mean, it's, it's, it's a whole lot consuming it. So come and talk about the same show, three-hour show. It's, I mean, whew. But we move. Rhodes and Zayn tag in, and Rhodes lands a power slam. He follows it up with the um, the Cody Cutter and set set up for crossroads. But Zayn counters with a blue thunder bomb. That blue thunder was always um, beautiful to see, but bad for the person that's taking it. <laughs> Zayn delivers an exploded suplex in the corner, but Rhodes lands a crossroads and goes for the pin. Owens breaks the pin for Zayn, and Rhodes goes back and forth with strikes before Zayn executes a back body drop. Owens and Jay tag in, and they go back and forth with more super kicks. He ascends to the top and goes flying, but Owens duck out of there and delivers a stunner. He ascends to the top for the stunner, but Jay gets his knees up. Rose then delivers a crossroads to Zayn, then delivers a double super kick with Jay. They float it up with the Cody 1D, a Cody cutter, and a 1D combination. I mean, that looks beautiful. But the way Cody landed on his head and neck and shoulder, topmost shot, I mean, that was nasty to look at. I'm like, I hope the young man is fine. Uh, I hope he did not break something because that looks nasty. I mean, the move looked beautiful, but Cody landed very awkward there. Uh, and winners and still tag team champions, honestly, tag team champions, Cody Rose and Jey Uso. And we see the two teams shake hands after the match and, you know, been raising their hands up. So, I mean, I think we are we are war games ready. Um, and this one that Triple H is appearing on SmackDown premier, SmackDown's premiere this Friday, to make an announcement, I wonder what he's going to say. I hope he's going to announce War Games coming back. Uh, and we have the Tribal Chief coming back also this Friday night on the premiere show. So Friday is the show to watch. Not minding tonight, NXT and AW Dynamite. It is going to be crazy. I mean, this is the best time for fans. Also, also learning that trips. Yo, shout out. Yo, shout out to Triple H, man. Guy, yeah, man, is that's amazing. Like it's yeah, it's, it's a great time. Dude is doing right a now. lot. Both NXT is not even there, but a lot of things are going on. He's doing a lot, man. I mean, so it's really crazy how um I mean it's crazy. So what was the take on the match and all that? Yeah. The match went on great. I mean we all know, understand the kind of respect they both, uh, they both team team had for each other. But you know, as usual, business is all business, and the uh, sign of uh, respect, the handshake, the votes give to each other after the match. Yeah, but that just shows like uh, the kind of understanding I think Cody and uh, Jay are getting lately so yeah i just i just hope with that they are able to um uh be a good tag team you know ready to like defend against any uh tag team out there on raw and all of that so yeah the match was great it was not bad so let's just see who is next for crown joe yeah oh, amazing so, um, this was an amazing um, Raw review on Tuesday morning takes with um, um, my guest co-host for today because our co-host, um, ID, uh, is, was not yet today. 
but we'd love what we did here on episode five and six. Um, sorry for last week episode not being uploaded. We had technical difficulties, but that has been resolved because this show will be here for your listenership. Um, that was it for this edition of Morning Night Raw. Thank you so much, Toby, for taking time to do this with me. I really do appreciate yeah, yeah. and for for joining this emergency uh, session. You know, you're not related for this, but you were able to do this with me. I really appreciate this. Yeah. Thank you so very much. It's cool. Looking forward to talking. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening, everyone. We really appreciate you. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, uh, thank you. That was it. Um, that was Toby, our co-host here on the Chronicle Podcast brand, and this is this was the Tuesday morning text with Samuel Lyon and my co-host ID, which was not here today. Thank you so much for listening, and follow us on all social media and on listen to us on all podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasters. We are there for you. <laughs>